hail our fair Riverdale Register. Register. Oh, that was nice. Thank you. It was good. I did it, too. <laughs> I was 70% involved in that. <laughs> How are you doing, Caitlin? I'm fine. No one's on the Oh, my God. So light out, and I'm so tired, and I'm so hungover. Readers. <laughs> Listeners. Listeners. I went out last night. John also went out last night. It's true. He's fine. Yeah. I'm not so fine. I think I made be drank more than you did. I did everything I possibly could to avoid a hangover, which is why I don't feel like so terrible. I just feel kind of terrible. So I read online that to prevent hangovers, like you should um, eat like protein. So I went to dinner before and I had a shrimp kebab. So mm-hmm. that was protein. Um, that you should focus on your protein because a lot of people think it's like bread and stuff that you should eat before, but that's not true. Yeah. And then... I also read that um, you should overdo it on the multivitamins before. Maybe not overdo it because then that would be bad. But, like, you should go in with, like, a lot of vitamins. And so I have the collection of Ollie vitamins. So those are all the gummy vitamins. So I have, like, every single one. And so they're, like, 10 calories a pop, basically, because they're gummy (laughs) vitamins. But So I think I had 20 vitamins yesterday. So... Um, My Lyft driver on the way home gave me a water bottle. That's really nice. Yeah. 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 I also bought myself a coconut water that I hate. And I'm not really into coconut I water. I hate it. So I didn't drink it, but I bought it because I was told on the internet that I could, that would help me as well. Instead, I just got a bagel. And actually, the bagel was how I convinced John to come out with me last night. So. Even though, like, let's be honest, you would have gotten me that bagel anyway. I know. I know. But you were like, nah, in the morning. And then I was like, okay. And then I was like, no, I can do better. (laughs) (laughs) And then I did. And then we had a lot of fun. And there's a nice picture of it on the Instagram now. So you guys can check that out if you want to. And welcome to the Riverdale Register. (laughs) Oh, we didn't do that? (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) Welcome to the Riverdale Register. My name is Caitlin. And my name is John. And welcome to the Riverdale Register. No, no, no. My name is Galen. Uh, We're doing so good. It's the season finale. It's the season finale, and we have our shit together. <laughs> Thank God. I mean, I thought that we weren't going to get our shit together by the end, but but we did. But here we are. And here we are. And here's all of our shit. It's all of our shit. Metaphorically. Yeah. You and really, see. it's <laughs> together. So uh, I think we have. Um, Wow, we have a bunch of new ones, actually. We have four new ones. Four, four new, new reviews. Ones? Okay, well, let's... They're all five stars, Caitlin. That's so flattering. It's going to make you feel good. You know why they're five stars? Because um, they saw that I tweeted something, like, about how it made me feel <laughs> I saw happy. that you tweeted that. And... Sometimes I'm worried you're holding our, our, our <laughs> listeners emotionally hostage. No, because that's the a beauty of the anonymity of the internet. It's that if people really hated me then they could just shit talk me and feel good about themselves because I would never, I would just be sad and like they would know that I was sad, but like they wouldn't care. I think we just um, have really nice listeners and are putting out okay content. <laughs> so, uh, we're putting out okay content. Yeah. Yeah. We are putting out great uh, Would you like content. to uh, read this first one? Yes. I'm going to read the first one. I'm also really blind, so I'm like going to lean in. Okay. So this one is, yes, five stars by LZPP4 from May 12th. I was introduced to Riverdale a month ago by my 14-year-old stepdaughter. I'm old as fuck, but I love it. 
and I love this podcast. I listen during my commute and literally laugh out loud the whole time. Keep it up. Makes me so happy. Like, so happy. Thank you. Like, also, your stepdaughter seems rad, too. We love you, guys. Thank you. Yeah, you go, John. Uh, Victoria from OKC. Uh, is that OKCupid? Okay or? Yeah, that's interesting. Have you been talking to a girl named Victoria on I haven't OK been on OKCupid okay in a while. Interesting. Uh, you have an says, so glad Maybe I stumbled I upon these two people. <laughs> Every Thursday at 7 p.m., I time travel back to my teenage, early 20s self and indulge in the best, as Caitlin would say, sexy teen mystery drama. I'm 30. Okay, I'm 31. None of my <laughs> friends are as addicted to Riverdale as I am, so I love tuning into this podcast, which makes me feel far less crazy or alone in this guilty pleasure. I tweet at them every week because I know there will be they will be as stoked about a specific Betty sweater as I am, and they tweet back. Aww. Caitlin's unapologetic enthusiasm as balanced by John's ability to keep the topic on track and his knowledge of the original comics, which I used to read and collect as a kid. They both add insight into the film industry, which adds significant substance to the podcast. They take this podcast seriously, but not too seriously. <laughs> they fawn over Camilla's eyebrows, but take time to dissect plot lines and throw in theories that are intelligent, but not too highbrow, which is how everyone... Everyone should feel about Riverdale. It's a gem. You should watch it. But maybe re- go read a book afterward. <laughs> I love that. Also, I that's realize, a great review. That's a great review. And also, I realize that it's probably not OKQ. It's probably more like Oklahoma City. <laughs> so, Victoria, my stupid, my stupid internet brain. I know, I know, Victoria. Thank you for the very kind review. And also, please, um, I think I know who you are on Twitter, but please uh, tweet at us when you listen to this and clarify what OKC means because we're not good at this. Uh, great recap podcast, five stars, from Ann W52308, May 15th. Love you, goofballs. A great blend of analysis, tangents, and predictions. I look forward to listening to Caitlin and John. Caitlin, keep the, the, keep the Betty impressions coming. Would love it if you all did a rewatch recap of something while we wait for season three. Thank you. Yeah, we, we, uh, we're, we're trying to figure yeah. out what we're doing in we're the brewing, summer. We're brewing some ideas. And. Uh, at Miss Daisy, with a Z, uh, writes, great podcast. This is long overdue. Caitlin and John are fantastic and have created one of my favorite podcasts. They not only discuss the plot of episodes, but also writers, directors, origin of the titles, etc. And the superlatives at the end are always fun. They have great theories and smart observations. Somehow, one of them is always right. Other (laughs) reviews have complained about tangents. Sure, there are tangents, but they're short, entertaining, and informative. What's the downside? No joke. My fiancé thinks Riverdale is the worst show on TV. (laughs) But when he heard the Riverdale Register, he didn't hate it. All because of these wonderful hosts. And he even found Caitlin's love for her job inspiring in short i highly recommend this podcast and want to thank john and caitlin for being so awesome and putting in the time to create such an enjoyable show thanks guys i'm gonna cry this is beautiful guys i'm glad we got these reviews for the finale that was so kind i know that i say it a lot but but i literally am obsessed with you for just thank you you know you kind of start a podcast and you're just sort of like screaming into the void really loud um but it actually, it actually feels really nice. And then the void screams back at you and, and says, you're doing great. Back. Exactly. And that's all I care about. Oh, thank you guys. So, <clears throat> Kaylin, this episode was titled Chapter 35, Brave New World. I have it. I have it. I know what it is. Great. It's a book. <laughs> <laughs> the end. It's a book. Um, okay, so <clears throat> it is um, the book, Brave New World. Um, and it is by Aldous Huxley, 1932. Wow, that's way earlier than I thought. Set in future London, it follows the fortunes of the illegitimate son of a senior governor who has grown up in America outside the new empire and who experiences a dramatic culture clash 
when he has to live under its rules. Oh, this is not what I thought this book was. At all. I thought this book was a dystopian... It is. It is. Did you read it? Yeah, I actually have I've read it. the book. I haven't read it, and I would like you to explain it then. <laughs> it's, uh, <clears throat> it's this future where people are kind of assigned into classes. Your genetic uh, makeup stuff, I think, is predetermined. Like, there's a lot of test tube baby stuff. Um, Wait, really? Because this was way before genes were discovered. I'm pretty sure. Um, mostly it's about how people in this future are kind of perverse and broken from how we see them now. Uh, or, well, from how they used to be. Uh, dudes on drugs all the time. Like, it's like, take your take your pills, which is, which is drugs. Uh, it's called Soma. And uh, yes. I have this very... I, for some reason, I can't forget the fact that, like, little kids are just, like, having sex all the time. What? Like, they like they go through puberty earlier, and then, like, when they're out for recess, it's just little kids have, like... Are you sure this is in the book? Playing with each other's private parts, yeah. That's literally... That makes me a little nauseous. Okay, I guess I should have read this book. You know, they read this book in my high school. Yeah, I had to read it in high school. Yeah, they did. I didn't read it, though. Like, I wasn't in the class that read this. We read, like... I think we read The Fountainhead instead. I never read that one. Oh, man. What are you on for the description of Wikipedia. I just, it's a really long synopsis. Yeah, well, the book's kind of a big deal. Yeah, I know. It's kind of up there with Fahrenheit. Yeah, I know, because there's Similar a section messaging. on this Wikipedia page. By the way, guys, <clears> I do <throat> like to read. I am, I am a reader. I have read things. I've read a few books. Um, but I've never read this book. I think I got it confused with Utopia. That's also a book. Or 1985. That's not a book. That's a song by Bowling for Soup. No, no. What's the, what's the... (laughs) 1984. Sorry. One year off. (laughs) (coughs) No, I got it right. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's what I meant. Um, yeah. Uh, apparently this actually is very often compared to 1984. And I guess there's a sequel... There is a sequel. Oh, it's not a sequel. It's a nonfiction book about his own book written yeah. by Aldous. Yeah. Look, uh, in the brave, brave, in the brave new world, uh, an international scientific empire manufactures its citizens in labs with on a eugenic basis without the need for human intercourse. We are genes were discovered in 1932. I thought the, the Watson and Crockett or whatever the guys name. You know what I'm talking about. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Who discovered DNA? Who discovered DNA? Uh, discovered. Don't know what well, you're talking Well, a woman about. did, but who took credit for it? Um, Francis Crick. Yeah, Watson and Crick in 1962. Interesting. But I guess genes were... This is... Okay, you know what? It's not important, but... I mean, sci-fi predicts things that actually I know. That's kind of crazy. I mean, I guess they kind of assumed that, like, we could be made in test tubes. There's, like, a savage in the book. Savage, in quotes, who reads much more like a normal, reasonable person compared to everyone else. They're like, we're developed. We're future people. We take drugs all the time. And he's like, maybe. Don't. Don't read a book. Uh, Uh, Yes. That's kind of the thing. Uh, Like, he was bred through sex and like not, normal, and not in yeah. the, not in a tube 
I think you should read this book. <laughs> I should read this book. But you know what? There's a lot of books I have to read. So. Make a list. I know. Start doing it. I do read, John. I have a Kindle. I, I read a lot. I write a lot, John. I need to read more, too, to be honest. I've been reading a lot of pilot scripts recently. Yes. I've, I've been watching, actually, a lot of television for work. And so I, I just sometimes it's just like can't stare at a screen for that long. So, books are good. I'm sorry, guys. I'm tired. I'm sleepy. It's very early here. They don't know it's not. <laughs> Just, I, it's your excuse every time. I know. Okay. So, who wrote and directed this episode, John? This episode was written, obviously, by Roberto. Roberto. Who is the creator of the show. And it was directed by Stephen A. Adelson, who... Has previously done Chapter 6, Faster Pussycats Kill Kill, and many other shows that are right up your alley. Ooh, like Like what? Siren and oh, Beyond yeah. and oh. Dynasty. Uh, oh. He also did 12 Monkeys, Sleepy Hollow, uh, Beauty and the Beast, uh, Limitless, The Blacklist. This guy's been busy. Uh, he's been busy. Nikita, Nikita and Sanctuary. Uh, so, yeah, he's a, he's a ringer. That's awesome. So I think we should start with um, the Jughead plot. Yes. Well, yes, because that's where it starts. Because, yeah, Jughead's alive. Yeah, so obviously. Not only is Jughead alive, he barely has a scratch on him by the end of the episode. He was so bloody in the last episode that it's kind of amazing that that he only has bags under his eyes, which Cole Sprouse kind of already has. And, um, and like little tiny, tiny cuts, like as though he cut himself shaving. Yeah. Like that was as extreme as, as Jughead's injuries would. He would be very, like probably brain damaged from that ordeal. I mean, have you seen The Handmaid's Tale? You know Season when, one. You know when they all throw rocks on like The Handmaid or whatever, or like they're all asked to throw, or no, sorry, in the first episode, they throw rocks on like the guy who raped The Handmaid or whatever it was. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it reminded me of. And that guy died. <laughs> yeah, that guy's dead. Yeah. <clears throat> well, at the end of the episode, Penny is like, he wasn't alive when we left him. Right, <laughs> right. Like, what? Sure, okay. Penny went into him with a knife, and he's not, she She wanted her pound of flesh. He's not even cut. No, his arm has to be fucked up. No, but it's not. It's fine. But didn't he, got, she, didn't she cut off his serpent tattoo? No. Wait, really? They didn't show any injury on his arms. I didn't notice. Wait, where's the serpent tattoo? I don't even know. I don't know. I think we just have... He has a bandage on his right shoulder, if it's there. That's where it is, then. Yeah, absolutely. That's where it is. But still. I don't... I'm sorry. I need need actually written proof in the show... That she did it? That he doesn't have a tattoo anymore to believe it. I don't... Which would have been a cool moment for him to be like, I want it again. And like, to take it back. But they didn't do that. I wonder, though, if... um, I don't know. I was thinking about this when Penny got her arm sliced. Can you really dig through somebody's flesh that deep to get rid of their tattoo? Uh, I don't know. I feel like it would have to be pretty deep. Are you saying that there's an element of Riverdale <laughs> that is unrealistic? It's more just like a question because it's like, what if somebody tattooed something that you really hated? I don't know. I guess you could get it removed. Yeah, I but... think the ideal situation is not slicing the, the, the skin <laughs> off. <laughs> right, but like, like if you had to, I don't know. It's, it's not like a brand. I think you can get it, like, 
you could probably cut under the skin enough, but I don't really... I'm no expert in this. What am I saying? Yeah. So, <clears throat> FP basically describes the plot of what sounds like a really cool episode of Riverdale to Jughead, <laughs> where the ghoulies and the Southside Serpents went to war, and there were just so many ghoulies. So many Which is ghoulies. weird, because like, it was never implied early in the season that there were that many ghoulies. What are ghoulies? <laughs> the other gang. The other gang at Southside High? Yeah. Okay, that's fine. Obviously. I mean, I know what they are, but like, why do they look like Mad Max characters? Because of the ghoulies. Oh, why do the serpents wear those jackets? I don't know. But if they're if they're based off Native American traditions, it doesn't make a lot of sense. And also, like, why are most of them white, but also not necessarily? It's confusing. It's really, it's confusing. It's possible that the show didn't do a good job of explaining how gangs work, why gangs form, <laughs> what this gang is all about. I just am happy it gave us Tony Topaz. Yeah, true. Uh, so. Also, also, Fangs is alive. Yeah, that was probably not... I actually wrote an article, Why Did Riverdale Unkill This Character? And my opener image was uh, Jughead. And I was like, I was like, everyone's going to think it's Jughead. And then I'm going to be clever and be like, surprise, it's Fangs. And people in the comments were like, um, spoiler in the headline, are you kidding me? And I'm like, I hate everything. I just try so hard. So... The trailer park fell, except for the Joneses trailer, because that's a standing set, and they still need it for <laughs> filming for this episode. Uh, the Serpents are, in FP's words, dead. Uh, many of them left town, and some even joined the ghoulies. I would. They seem like they have a cool aesthetic. <laughs> you don't join gangs for the aesthetic, Caitlin. Okay. Cheryl, at the end of the episode. They... The ghoulies sell drugs. So there's drugs in a ghoul aesthetic. I'm just saying, if you're into that kind of stuff, not saying I am, I'm just saying. My only thought is, wow, that description sounds like it would have been a great season finale. Yeah, yeah, but it would have been very expensive. <laughs> so? Money, John. Well, they did last episode. Exactly. I don't know. I kind of like their penultimate finales being, like, the bigger thing. Guess, it. W- I mean, last season's finale was awesome, though. Yeah, that was really good. Yeah, it was. So, the serpents receive a memo in the school telling them that Riverdale High is overcrowded, and all the North Sider kids are gonna or South Side kids are gonna be bussed to a new school from like that's like two hours away. Okay, that would be horrible. Think about how early you had to wake up for high school in general. Imagine if your school was two hours away. Yeah. And every, so it's like four o'clock in the morning. Ooh. Well, I mean, at least the bus takes you there. Yeah, Your I guess. parents don't have to drive you. Sure, I guess that is the slight benefit. But yeah, I wouldn't want to get up at four. All the motorcycles. To get to school. Well, what? School starts at like 7.30 in the morning, oh right? Oh my God. How did I do it? Really, how did I do it? How did you do it? Well, you're a morning person. Yeah. I mean, I'm not not a morning person. I was but... raised to be good at waking up in the morning. Yeah, I was too. I mean, I used to get up for school early. I just can't. Like, now I get up at, like, 7. Caitlin, my job starts at 6 a.m. Your job starts at 6 a.m.? Did I know that? What time does your job end? 2.30 in the afternoon. That's okay. Yeah. That's the trade-off. School gets out at 3.30 in the afternoon. So it's, like, the same. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's just eight hours. Yeah. I mean, I think it's fine. If you can wake up at 5 in the morning, you can accomplish anything. 
great. I do that. I know, exactly. I'm so proud of you. I can accomplish anything. 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 Oh, my God. As long as it's only waking up early related. So. Oh, well, I can dream. So, <clears throat> the principal blames the Southside Serpents for uh, trashing the school during riot night, which... To be fair, Sweet Pea, you did. <laughs> He did. Sweepy has no excuse for this. He's just like, yeah, but like, what are we gonna do, <laughs> guys? Why are we putting this all on me? Because you did the thing. Oh, the the lost wolf brother that he is. Uh, Sweet Pea and Tony uh, take Jughead to the White Worm, where the homeless serpents are now living. Aww. Which is that? Is that legal? Do you have to be zoned for that? What to to, to live like in have a people bar? live? In, yeah. Probably you're not allowed to live in a bar. Okay. That explains why the uh, the cops are able to go after them later. Yeah, I don't think you can have, like, 200 people living in a bar. It seems not real. So Jughead wants to, like, help them, but he comes home and just finds FP, like, day drinking in his Pops uniform. Okay, Skeet Ulrich never looked better than when he's day drinking. <laughs> in the Pops uniform? In the Pops uniform. You know, the guy makes the Pops uniform look good. He makes everything look good. But he could be, he's, like, a serial killer, and he's, like... Yeah, he was fired. He was fired from... He he takes this very hard. <laughs> like, extremely hard. Well, yeah, he just lost his gang. He lost his job. He thought his son was going to die for a while. But he's fine. So he's moving to Toledo. He's packing it up. They're going no. to live with the wife and daughter, which, if that was an option the whole time... <laughs> it was. Go live with your wife and daughter. They, they're probably doing great. Get out of this town. It's hell. I'm really confused. Confused about when wife and daughter like left before before okay. so we're in now <laughs> and that happened before okay and when they eventually show up in the show that'll be later okay cool that's how time works okay honestly when you do it that way it makes it a lot more mm-hmm. simple way easier much good. easier good 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 <laughs> Uh, so Jughead's like, I can't leave the serpents or Betty. And he's like, I can't have you dying. And seems pretty simple. Yeah, that seems good. Uh, and he goes in a completely different direction by the end of the episode. But that's fine. So later, uh, Jughead and Archie are furiously eating ice cream. I love it. I love when um, scenes pick up in the middle of somebody's sentence, but just the most important part. And it's like, and to make matters worse, my dad wants to move to Toledo, eats ice cream and sprinkles. <laughs> it's so, like, he must have been very hungry that day because he's just going into that ice cream. He's like, like a ham. Yeah. Honestly, that's like exactly my behavior when I'm upset. I get ice cream and I rant about it to uh, Ian usually. Do you want some ice cream now? I actually thought literally about, like, when I was getting your bagel, like, I was down the street from Jenny's and uh-huh. I was like, I could get ice cream right now and i think i'm gonna get it after do you want to get ice cream after maybe we'll talk okay <laughs> okay cool i'd probably do that yes okay yeah, um, awesome thank you for always doing this kind of stuff cheryl enters and tells them that uh, sheriff Minetta is about to raid the white worm so they round up all the serpents and sneak them under the cover of opera music to the north side <laughs> yeah <laughs> i think that's actually pretty good oh uh, yeah yeah you yeah. should do more of that a bunch of brooding shots of Jughead leading other people across a bridge. <laughs> he looks back at the north side, being like, or the south side, being like, I'll never return to this, to this wonderful land. And I just want to remind him that he 
he barely he he doesn't actually. Does he live there? It's like, so confusing. So I guess the. Did Jughead ever live with Archie? Yes, last season. He did. Right? How long was that? It was a while, right? Uh, a couple weeks. Okay. He slept on the floor. Yeah. And then Archie at the time was like concerned about Miss Grundy or something, and he. Um. Is that? No, that was after Grundy. Okay, I don't remember. Maybe it was Veronica. He, I think he was concerned about music. Music. Right. Okay. You remember music? No, he doesn't. I Archie don't. used to be into music. And football, and having to decide between them. Yes. So, I remember in an interview. <laughs> he, he was like, I gotta, I'm gonna do football and help my dad out in his business. And now he's like, I'm gonna fight for Hiram and also throw my dad under the bus. Oh, God. We honestly do not deserve Fred Andrews. No. America does not deserve Fred Andrews. <laughs> That's right. So the next day, Fred's making breakfast for all the Southside Serpents. Honestly, he's just delightful in this it's scene. so cute. It felt very real. Uh, he's like, we got bacon. Who wants bacon? So here is my He's one, America's dad. My one concern about this whole thing. Okay. If I was making breakfast for... What I can only assume is a hundred people or something, <laughs> which seems insane. Um, the last thing I would do is make everybody an individual breakfast. I would make a bunch of eggs, maybe pancakes, but like it seems like he. Do you think he was taking individual orders? Yes. <laughs> I, think I don't was. think that's what's happening here. Yeah, when I was watching it, I was like, it seemed like. It's not pancakes. like he was hitting a bell and being like, all right, who ordered the uh, two strips of bacon, That's two what I eggs? That's he was doing. He was just passing bacon out to anyone who hadn't already had some. I just thought it was like, he was like, okay, so you got the waffles. <laughs> like, and these are your waffles. And uh, yeah, I'll get those for you right away. And we don't have strawberry today, but I hope blueberry is all right. And uh, yeah. I just imagined he was like a short order cook. No. But no. No. Whatever. It's fine. Um, Archie asks Jughead if they have any spare uh, serpent jackets, and Jughead must be like, only enough to clothe the entire high school. Why? <laughs> yes, we have many. <laughs> so Principal Weatherby steps out in the school hallway and finds the entire student body assembled in those jackets just looking at him. And I guess <laughs> I can't do anything about this. They're like, so. we're going to, if you kick them out, we all go. He's like, you'll be expelled. you be like, yeah. Yes, we will. He's like, all right, you called my bluff. Uh, Tony at one point tells Cheryl during the scene uh, that she looks good in that jacket, and Cheryl has a line, everything looks good on me. That's so true. Which is why uh, later the serpent's celebrating on the on the riverside. FP uh, officially retires and passes leadership of the serpents to Jughead because he never gave up on them like FP did. Yeah, I'm confused. So <laughs> it's, it's, Listen... FP, Jughead never gave up on the serpents, even when the entirety of the South Sea Serpents were like, please, <laughs> give up give up on us. He's like, no, I will die for you. Do you think it's been like three weeks? <laughs> Since the season started? Yeah. No. No, I think it's been the actual amount of time. Interesting. Since, like, it's been like, or, like mid-October to now. It's not summer yet. If next season is still in the same school year as this one, I will lose my mind. It's not, yeah, it's not summer yet. I'm gonna, I'm a betting summer just happens off screen between seasons, but I would love it if the next season actually took place across the summer. But that, they wouldn't do that because Archie needs to be, they just set up the student council president thing for him to just like 
Yeah, that's next year when I'm in school. I guess what I would do would do a time jump um, before a time jump. But like, let's say it's April, I would go to September. But that seems like a long time. Hmm. This is hard. Uh, they induct Cheryl into the serpents with her own Thank red God. jacket. Definitely vegan leather. In slow motion. She looks amazing. Like, oh yeah. my God. Like, it's not fair. <laughs> it's not fair. She, she puts in a lot of work, I think, to looking that good. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of, like, veganism. Yeah, but I think that's, like, a moral thing. Yeah, well. So, God, it's not fair. I wish my morals made me look that good. Here's a question. Uh, Jughead has made Serpent King. Yeah. Why is it called Serpent King and not King Cobra? That's very funny, John. I don't know. Can we talk about, since we, we didn't really mention it, I guess this could be part of the Betty plotline. What? But Jughead asks Betty to be his Serpent That was the next thing. Well, Bet and Jughead and Betty are in a hotel room together. At the Five Seasons. At the Five Seasons, which I think I went on a little rant about. You did. There's only four seasons, and that's why their hotel is named the Four Seasons, because there are literally four seasons. Right, right, but this is... You ever, like... You you know those off-brand Sharpies? Yeah. Like the Shoopy? Or the Sherple? Is that really what they're called? Yeah. That's so funny. This is like this is like the the guy who's like he wants people to think it's a four seasons, but he can't five. get the name, so it's a five seasons. <laughs> I hope it's a nice hotel. The four seasons are so nice. Um but Betty and Jughead are in bed together. Right. They just did the sex. They just did the sex, I guess. I really don't know what they Pro- did. Or they're about to. It's one or the other. Yeah, they're naked. It's she weird. looks great. Yeah, she does. I like her with her hair Also, down. he he has absolutely zero injuries on his body. Totally fine. Just one bandage on his you shoulder. You would be so bruised. You'd have, like, you'd be black and blue all over. You wouldn't be able to do this. You'd walk time. with a limp. Uh, There's a lot of fucked like, up shit that would he happen. He would not have recovered like this at all. At least not within days. I mean, yeah, we just, I, we can assume it was like maybe a week or so, but yeah. What no. if it's been the entire summer? Oh, weird. Well, then that would make more sense, but that's not what happened. No, absolutely not. So basically, so Jughead asks asks Betty to be his serpent queen. Yes. And the way it's very strange because it's like he asks her. And then she, like, says, you want me to be your serpent queen? And then she, like, gets up as though he asked her something else. And, like, I thought it was, like, wait, did he just, like, propose to her, like, subtly? Do you know what I mean? I like, think... there's something weird about it. And they might have cut a line or something, but it felt like a weird... Her reaction act. didn't feel like it was the necessary reaction to what he said. Yeah, there's something odd about it to me, but I don't know why. But I bet he asked her something else, and then like, do you want to marry me? Do you want to hop into Betty, or Archie, or Veronica, or the mayoral race and other stuff? Uh, let's do Betty, because we're talking about Betty. Great. So, what happened to Betty? What happened to Betty? Uh, Betty never wants to see Hal again. That's a good call. Yeah. Uh, also, she and Jacket aren't running for student council president anymore. Like, we all remember that totally, plot point. Totally forgot that. Uh, but Betty comes home and finds Alice out front yelling at a crowd of people trying to snap pictures and take video of the murder house. Honestly, just charge them $10 a pop. How, your, how do you enforce that? You, they come to your house. 
You say, oh, great, you, we'll give you the whole tour, $10 a pop. Yeah, that's definitely where Alice's mind is at right now. Yeah, exactly. You gotta be Please, a She can't lady. even put on, like, actual... She's wearing pajamas the whole episode. Honestly, wouldn't you? Yeah. I mean, I am 100%. Now. I don't I'm, know how Benny's doing it. I literally wear workout clothes all the time. <laughs> all the time. Whether or not I'm gonna work out. Did you ever see that SNL sketch with the with the workout <laughs> no, pants where no, it's made for uh, it's made for sitting on the couch all day? Oh, the Adidas ones or <laughs> yeah. whatever. Yes, I have. It's funny. <clears throat> uh, Benny visits Fred to apologize to him, and he's like, "It's not your fault." Uh, but she's like, "I'm supposed I'm supposed to be this great detective." No, you're not. You're supposed to be a teenager. You're not supposed to be the great detective. <laughs> so Archie and Veronica go to visit Benny. Uh, because apparently she's refusing, refusing to go to school because people would be mad at her for the murders. Eh, yeah. Like, I, like Midge. I kind of get it. Or like they would at least treat her like... They'd probably be a little bit like, hey, remember that time your your dad murdered Midge? <laughs> oh, God. In the did yearbook? He, did he in the yearbook? <laughs> yeah, Betty, I want to sign Hags, your, your dad killed Midge. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Benny. I get it. I get the wanting to avoid that. That doesn't seem like a yeah, it doesn't sound great. thing to do. Yeah, no. Uh, she asks Archie if he hates Hal. Like, do you hate my dad? Because I hate him. And Archie's like, okay, we're going to make this about you, Betty. <laughs> Archie's like, I don't know about your dad, but I love Veronica's dad more than life itself. <laughs> Wait, can we talk about Veronica? I'm in a very rough place right now with him, actually. I think we're going to work through it. <laughs> <laughs> oh god I want to make my bones <laughs> I just want to make my bones <laughs> suddenly Polly is here oh my god looking like a ray of fucking sunshine <laughs> she's been in San Diego she, or, uh, or Seattle she's San been in no, no 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 she's been in the once upon a time Seattle oh, for yeah. a while and it's the finale I'm gonna watch it today it was the finale I didn't watch it yet I don't know sad <laughs> sad um, uh, but she's like, hey, why haven't you visit Hal yet? And that's the only way to forgive him. And they're like, I'm sorry, what? Sure. She's like, no, at the farm. And they're like, oh, great, the farm. <laughs> so her hair the farm like- we learned about forgiveness. It's like, he murdered people, Betty. Her hair looks amazing. Her skin looks clear. Her children look a year older. It's very, honestly, I think Polly is doing something right. Uh, Alice at least wants to confront Hal, but Betty's like, I don't want any of this. That's your choice, Mom, but you can count me out of it. I'm Betty. I'm a great detective. <laughs> I really hope Lily Reinhardt never hears this. It's she not, does. It's not insulting, but I still... It's supportive. You do it with love. I do, exactly. Uh, <clears throat> later, Jughead's with her. They're playing with the babies, and she's like, can evil be passed on? And he's like holding a baby. He's like, let me put this baby down. <laughs> we get into this. No. She's like... Really? And he's like, yes. That's she, not a thing. She asks if the baby is going to yeah. grow. Is this baby going to be evil? And he's like, I don't know. He's like, not that one. Uh, the other one, though, Ooh, that, lost cause. That one has shady eyes. That one's definitely got Chick Cooper eyes. So, of course, of course, Betty goes to see Hal. And it looks exactly like Silence of the Lambs. Yes. I don't know where they got the money for this. It's the Tyrone Land money. I guess, yeah. It's a, this is what the private prison's going to look like. That would be an amazing prison. Like, don't you think that, like, if you were going to be in prison, you'd want to be in prison with glass? 
know. It's better feng shui. Yeah, than just the bars. like more like aesthetically pleasing, mm-hmm. like very open, like it's open space, like you get more room. You know, it's like putting a mirror on your wall. He's like, I never doubted you would come. She, he, and he's like, you were like me, and you're like, no, I'm not. I wanted to look at you in the eyes, and be like, bye. bye. Uh, she says this line if you want to, if you want to read it. Uh, oh, okay, okay, okay. Let's see. Ready? <laughs> no more darkness. No more evil. It's over. You have no more power over me. Pretty good. Thank you. I don't know if it was as good as it could be because I'm a little hungover. Well, no, she. I mean, she delivered it much better. Yeah. Uh, but he's like, he starts yelling after her. She just walks away, and the sound fades him out, and she's like, got you this confident smile. Me. You can change the locks. I really like where she's the her arc in this episode. Yeah. Yeah. So no more webcamming. And then, and then oh yeah, no, and no mention of chick. So that was a wash. Uh, yeah. Huh, I guess he's gonna come back. Oh, definitely. Hal didn't even, she didn't even be like, by the way, did you, did you kill, Chick? kill Chick? And he would be like, nah, that kid's fast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Polly tells Alice, <laughs> yeah, back at the house, Polly's just like, hey, mom, I know you're feeling really bummed. I have this witch doctor <laughs> back at the farm who, like, <laughs> she didn't say witch doctor, but, like, who really helped me get better. And then she's, like, got psycho eyes, and I was like, yeah, that sounds nice. Oh my god, I love this plot line. <laughs> I want pet. Uh, a cult is what Riverdale needs. You know? Oh my god. A cult is what Riverdale needs. We need a Nexium. You know? <laughs> we do. I'm very excited about it. Okay. Uh, where do you want to hop next? Uh, Archie or Veronica? Veronica. Veronica. Okay. Uh, so, Cheryl. Yeah, we're starting with Cheryl. Uh, yes. Signs the paperwork to emancipate herself from her parents, so that took a while to go through. That was fucking hilarious, <laughs> and I loved all of it. And uh, Attorney McCoy's like, I'm going to mail this to him, and she's like, no need. They live in a barn here on the premises. <laughs> I'll take it to them myself. So are they just living in a barn? They live in the barn <laughs> where her dad committed suicide. I love it. Well, they did say there were multiple bar- barns, so maybe it was in one next Sure, to but this is definitely the, like, the same yeah. exterior and yeah. interior they used for that, so... so. Uh, and she finds her parents talking to Hiram inside the so barn. question. Yeah. Okay, I yawned. Claudius is the other black hood, right? No. 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 Oh, okay. No. That's... But are we sure? <laughs> it doesn't make sense. Only Veronica brings it up as a potential in this episode. Uh, Cheryl finds Veronica in the bathroom at school and, and informs her of this meeting. She actually says, like, buenos dias, uh, Veronica, which I'm like, okay. Uh, Veronica goes to her dad and is like, what the hell, man? Why are you meeting with the Blossoms? And he's like, oh, well, Lodge Industries wants to diversify. I'm thinking of getting into the maple syrup trade. So that's heroin. <laughs> right? Honestly, I have no idea. Is Lodge Industries a front, or is there an actual company that he runs from his... Stupid no computer desk in the uh, in <laughs> no the office. Computer. How does he get any work done? There's no computer in that room. That's true. There's no computer. He does everything pen and paper. That's really weird. How did anyone do anything? <laughs> 
How did society get this far? I know, it's like really amazing. There was a lot of people with a lot of jobs that are they not were. needed anymore. I guess that's true. I was watching Back to the Future and I saw a milkman in the background. I'm like, wow, that is such a job that nobody needs anymore. I know. I know. Like one, who drinks regular milk anymore? And two, and two there are stores. <laughs> <laughs> so that's bullshit. Um, uh, Ronnie's also like, Dad, you hired someone to like shoot up the debate. And Hermione is like... Oh, that makes sense. Obviously. I oh, that checks out. Shit. Well. Oh, no, he's bad. My husband's a bad guy. Why wouldn't it have been Clifford or, or Claudius? Um, like, why wouldn't it have been? Like, it There's should... no reason it wouldn't have been. Yeah. What's dumb about this episode is that the sheriff tells the main characters it was Tallboy, and then every single character is like, Yes, that's definitely true. It was right. Hellboy. And no one questions this guy who's definitely not on their side when he says this. Yeah, I know. I thought that was weird. That's why I'm like, it was obviously Claudius, right? Seems more like it was Claudius. Why would it be Claudius? Well, why wouldn't you have a scene where they framed Hellboy, but it's Claudius? Because Tallboy is clearly not important enough to even show up in the episode. Why does Claudius even exist? What has he added to anything in this show since well, he showed up. I guess he's supposed to be part of the uh, League of Evil, right? Next. The Evil League of Evil? The Evil League of Evil. <laughs> evil. The Legion of Doom, the Injustice Gang. Yeah, the Injustice Gang. Is that what they call it? Injustice League? There's uh, there's there's multiples. I was actually going to get into this comic connections. Cool. Let's do that. Uh, Jesus, get it together I'm over sorry, there. I'm sorry, I'm tired. It's You went for a walk, you ate, you've been <laughs> drinking tea. Chill, chill. <laughs> chill, yeah. I don't know why Claudius is here at all. But, um, Hermione goes in front of us like, hey, so it's possible, yes, your dad 100%. attacked the debate. So, like, maybe we work together to come up with a contingency plan. So, basically, season one, Hermione walks in. Right. He's like, oh, sorry, I've been buried underground for a whole year. <laughs> I woke up. Uh, she's like, Hiram's plan for the South Side goes beyond the prison. He's building an amusement park. It's called Hiram Land. <laughs> and we were right, and we were so proud of ourselves. Uh, he wants to consolidate it all into something. She refused to say what, which... Does she know? I don't think she knows because I don't, I don't, I can't even fathom what's happening. All I know is that bad things are happening in the basement. <laughs> That's what I know. But he still needs to purchase the white worm. So Veronica gets Attorney McCoy again to come on by. She's just and very just like, Yeah, she's doing a lot of work for teenagers this episode. She doesn't episode. care about being murdered by Hiram, uh, apparently. And she gets, uh, she gets Veronica her cool million back. It was very easy. Yeah, so she's just like, hey, if you don't, I'll tell everybody all the bad things you do. And me in the audience goes, maybe do that anyway? Right. And also, did you need an attorney um, to blackmail your dad? Like, if you can get that out there, wouldn't that be a good thing? Send him to prison again? Which Mention is- it to the feds? <laughs> no, okay. Because he's like a criminal. Yeah, yes. Uh, <laughs> yes. It's not just like, ah, he's got to be mean to someone right like you could get him in real trouble if you reveal all of these things and so you're like no i'm gonna buy this bar and instead veronica makes her bones in this way so she gets the bar 
And then she's like, Jughead, I'm buying, the, I'm buying the worm. And he's like, your dad fired my dad. And she's like, wait, I have a new plan now. I didn't understand this at all. So she's going to trade her dad, the white worm, for Pops. Okay, didn't get that. They still needed the worm. They, they needed the worm to stop him. Now he wins. He gets everything she, he wants. <laughs> right. But Chughead can eat burgers someplace. Yeah, I was a little confused. Okay. So Southside's just gone. Southside is now completely owned by Hiram Lodge. Okay. Uh, and Veronica gave up her inheritance and her board seat and shares of Lodge Industries. So she's completely cut off. So we're going to see poor Veronica next season. I'll bet you money she dresses exactly the same. I just like how she was standing in the bar that she bought as a teenager. She was like, oh, I I do this. I own this bar. Yeah, which is like, she tells the other, the core four at Pops, like, hey, did you know beneath this diner, there's a basement that was a speakeasy? I'm going to open it up again as a music venue with cocktails. She's literally just Chuck Bass now from Gossip Girl. Right, or Thea Queen from Arrow, or Lana Lang from uh, Smallville. This is very common. The WB has a history of teenagers (laughs) owning bars. That's so weird. One Tree Hill, they owned a bar, too. Oh, my God, that's so funny. 90210, they owned a bar, too. (laughs) That's so weird. That's so weird. (laughs) Wait, holy shit. That's so fucking weird. They didn't own it, but in Buffy, they would go to this bar as teenagers. It let teenagers in. Yeah. And they would still go there as adults. I'm like, no no bar exists that lets teenagers in that adults still go to. Right, exactly. Exactly. On the rare occasion, I'll go to an 18 plus night, but that's just because it's like a Britney Spears tribute night. Right. But that's different. Um... Dude, I want to make a slideshow about that. About WB having teenagers own bars? Yeah. Like, what the fuck is up with this weird, like, specific trend? Mm-hmm. Gossip Girl, 90210, the OC. I mean, that's not WB, but the OC, they had that kind of thing, too. Degrassi, even at? Or, like, teen shows where teenagers are able to, like, own and operate bars. <laughs> like, yeah, that would be a good thing for work, actually. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, I could get to probably, like, 11. That's the magic number, isn't it? Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pitch that. That's fucking hilarious. It's so <laughs> true. So weird. So, FP's going to manage it. So, FP has a job next season. Good job. And I love how she, she says the most amazing cocktails. Yeah. And I'm like, You're, you shouldn't know what that tastes like, girl. You should only know terrible beer and, like, your parents' bad scotch. Like, that's what you should know. <laughs> She, I assume she hires a bartender. I know, but just to do it. It'd be like she shouldn't know what an amazing cocktail tastes like. She's a child. <laughs> She's been. She drinks all the time. Yeah, but like you're supposed to drink like bad stuff when you're a kid. You're supposed to not. Yeah, but she was rich, so. I got. I get whatever. This makes no sense. So Hiram assembles. The Blossoms, Penny Peabody, Malachi, who is the leader of the Ghoulies. Malachi. Is that from something, that name? Uh, I don't... It's like a reference to something. I don't know. I love him. You want to look it up? No. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I love him. I love Malachi. He is so funny. He is so trying. Like, every every scene he's in, he's just trying, you know? 
Malachi. How are you supposed to spell that? Malachi. Huh. Okay, so he is a Hebrew prophet. <laughs> the more you know. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah, the more you know. Cool. Good for him. Uh, and, uh, and Sheriff Mineta, they all meet in the White Worm. There's a point where Mrs. Blossom is like, you promised me a brothel. Oh, my God. You promised me a brothel. And he's like, yes, of course, Madam Blossom. <laughs> oh. You know you want. And the entire audience goes, really? This is... This is a, this is what's happening we, on the show. Nobody wants this. No, nobody wants this. Also, she... It's she, just a drag on everything. Oh, man, the brothel. She, I'm so excited for the whatever the brothel plot is next season. <gasps> nobody oh. has a husband left to go to the brothel, <laughs> except... FB's not doing it, I and know. neither is Fred. So who's <laughs> attending your brothel? Oh my god! Imagine if Fred like frequents the brothel next. No. <laughs> and that's like that's like a block. Don't you way. ruin Fred? <laughs> I don't understand how. Are they gonna try to get a teenage girl to like go like <gasps> work at this brothel? Is this Stark Betty's next step? I really hope not. I really really hope not. Do you think that? So, were the was she always like a madam? No, no. She it was a Christmas present to herself. <laughs> so weird. Oh, I've got funny. a new lease on life and a new attitude. It was so weird. Like, so she just is she gonna? Here's, she was an upstanding businesswoman in a beautiful Gothic mansion, and then she not became upstanding a sex worker. Right, right. Like for no reason in a in a beautiful Gothic townhouse. Yeah. So just no reason. I do... Okay, I'll save this for rumor mill. I have a thought. Wait, Thornhill is the mansion that Cheryl burned down? No. No. What was that called? Wait, yes. Yes. Thistle yes. House. Thistle House is the backup smaller mansion. It's a smaller mansion. But they're like, this is squalor. And you're exactly. like, what? It's fucking nice. <laughs> Just yeah. sell that over there and you're good for a year. I, um, I really think that... <laughs> I wonder if Thistle House is named after a vegan meal delivery service that I tried once. I think the house is older than veganism as like a mainstream thing. No, I mean just like, like uh, you've 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 said this before, <laughs> and you don't think it's true. I think no, but I'm just saying. I think because a thistle is like another thing. kind of thorn. Yeah, you're right. Um, that's why. <laughs> I guess I just like it knowing for sure has nothing to do with a vegan meal delivery service. <laughs> But that's the name of it, and Madeline Patch is a vegan. It's a weird coincidence. Yeah, but that doesn't mean it's not a coincidence. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> Whatever. This is your theory? Yes. Ooh, we, need a, we need a mystery for next season. I stand. I know. Uh, also, Hiram has plans to tear the core group apart, which apparently brings us straight to Archie's stuff. Good for Archie, this whole episode. So, yeah, better. Good job, Archie. Yeah. Um, the, the group basically meets up in Jughead's uh, hospital room early in the episode, and they're like, so we should probably talk about how there's, like, another Black Hood. Right. Big which, that, like, it's the second Black Hood. But me, I'm like, no, that's the third Black Hood, you guys. Well, who's the third? Wait, who's the first? Spencer. Is he the Black Hood? I don't think he, he is. He was wearing a Black Hood. 
I don't think he's the Black Hood. <laughs> it's very unclear. It is. I think he was just manipulated. I disagree. How? He really? might have, if he was manipulated, that doesn't mean he wasn't manipulated into hurting people. I guess. And pointing a gun at at anyone. I guess, but but how uh how to credit for all that. Right. But in the text of the show, he was the Black Hood. Right. Then there was a second Black Hood. And they reveal as Hal, and Hal was always the Black Hood. Right. And then a third Black Hood. Right, there's a third Black Hood. Yes. Because when you have one Black Hood, and they're like, oh no, there's another guy. Right. It's two. Plus And then when that guy's running around, and you're like, oh, there's another guy, it doesn't mean that, oh, now he's the second Black Hood. It means, no, that's a third Black Hood. (laughs) Right, I see what you're saying. Okay. It's confusing. So, math. uh, (laughs) I'm sorry, I just, I'm angry. Uh... So they're like, oh, this this Black Hood specifically tried to attack Fred and the debate. Jack is like, oh, so political stuff? It's Hiram. They're like, yeah, yeah, we all know it's Hiram. <laughs> but like, is it Hiram or did Hiram hire a guy? It's not Hiram. Did Hiram hire him? <laughs> oh, that's so good. <laughs> that's so funny, John. Thank you. That's so funny. Did you mean that? Or? No, I did mean that. Oh, good. Hiram, Hiram. <laughs> that was fucking funny. They're, their first thought is... Did Minetta do that? And Archie's like, I'll I'll look into it when I'm... No, Minetta didn't do it. Identifying Hal as the Black Hood. So, like... It makes no sense, but fine. He's at the police station, and a deputy puts a Black Hood on, on Hal's face. And he's like, oh, yeah, that's the guy who shot my dad. Yeah, so what? Uh, that obviously, that's Hal Cooper. You saw him, <laughs> of course. I'd recognize those eyes anywhere. Did he say that? <laughs> He's like, that's Hal Cooper, the man who shot my dad and, like, Why did all other terrible things. Why make a big things. fucking deal about the eyes if we were never going to come back to them, ever? Great question. We never came back. <laughs> it it ended them. up not being relevant in any way. That's, except for that one episode where they really amped up the green in, uh, in, in Hal's eyes. That was ridiculous. Hal does not even really like, have green eyes. No. And he, def- and he definitely isn't the guy wearing the hood no. in that first episode. No, he's not. This is really, this is really unfortunate. Yeah, well. They should have made. There the- was no contacts either. They should have made the mask um, lot, like higher on the eye so you didn't really see. From what I understand, they just thought of it on the day. Oh. Like they just yeah. cut, the, cut the holes in it on the day. And they're like, you do this now. Like you guy. Then the writer's like, who's actually under that hood? We don't know. Okay, we'll figure it out. It'll be fine. Yeah, I guess it worked out. <laughs> this is Archie's heroic origin story. Bam, bam. Oh. And it wasn't. It really wasn't. Because <laughs> the kid turned into a fascist. <laughs> That's a heroic thing for some people. They're like, Roberto was like, this plot is like, it's his Peter Parker or Batman moment. Yeah. It did not pan out like that at all. Maybe it's a, a re, not a retelling, um, a commentary on... I mean, Batman gets a It's little... a deconstruction on Batman's <laughs> uh, edgier decisions in fighting crime. I mean, honestly, isn't Batman kind of a fascist too? Yes. So... Uh, depending on which Batman writer is writing it. Interesting. Like Adam West Batman? No. No, he seemed uh, very campy. Yeah, he's, just, he's having a good time. He wants right. to dance, but like... He just wants to dance. Frank Miller Batman? Yeah, kind of. What about what about the Christopher Nolan dude? Is that Frank Miller-y? No. That's Nolan-y. Um, he's like surveillance state Batman. Okay. That's cool. Yeah. 
That seems like a say. problem too, actually. There's a there's actually a good video series um, from Just Right about what kind of hero Batman is, where they look at him from all these different kind of like different perspectives on on heroes, and there's been a Batman for each one of them. That's interesting. Yeah. yeah. I'll send it to you. Sometime. Yeah, that sounds cool. Uh, all right, Riverdale. <clears throat> Riverdale. So, uh, Archie's like Archie looks at Minetta. He's like, "Well, he's one of the Black Hoods." <laughs> Minetta, looking at you in your eyes. He's like, "The hell are you talking about?" <laughs> yeah, Minetta's in a different. Listen, show. if you, there was another guy, maybe he was a looter. Which is kind of a fair thing, actually. <laughs> right. But Archie's like, no, he had a black hood on. Get it? Minetta. (laughs) So, later in the episode, Minetta calls in the Andrews, and he's like, listen, after our conversation, I put everything I had into tracking down the black hood, and I found him and killed him. (laughs) So... It was Tallboy. And they're all like, of course it was Tallboy. Thank you. That solves this mystery. (laughs) So, the guy that everybody thought it was... Tells them it's a different guy. <laughs> and they're all like, yeah, yeah, he's right. I don't get it. It was that guy. Why? I just don't. It's like when you don't think somebody's dead unless you see a body, right? <laughs> this is how I feel. I'm like, I didn't I didn't see any reveal, so I'm going to assume that this wasn't really a tall boy. Right. Also, Tallboy tall clearly left the show. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he probably went to go No, beyond. he died in a firefight. <laughs> what, what is a firefight? It's a, it's a shootout. So it's not a fight with fire. No. <laughs> okay, cool. I know that. Um, I I didn't. Okay. I was about to make an Avatar: The Last Airbender reference, but yeah, that's what I assumed. It's, it's like, like Agni Kai, uh, just like throwing fireballs, <laughs> which is what I assumed, but I clearly was wrong about. Um, so that's upsetting for Tallboy, but he's obviously not the second black hood or third black hood, right? Right, John. In my heart, more than anything else, uh-huh. I just want it done. I just want the Black Hood story finished really? and out of the way. So don't want that. I really want more. I want every season a new Black Hood. What is this, Scream? That's what I want. Oh, my God. I just love the mystery. For the record, I, I want to just look back on myself when I was watching Scream yeah. and be like, you know what? You had it pretty good with the killings rate Absolutely. in that show. Yeah, you were very... <laughs> I was so mad. Always. I mean, I get it. in comparison, this has been pathetic. Well, it's like also a serial killer I killed show, like so. four people. Did he kill four people? Something like that. Okay, Midge, Grundy, the Sugar Man. Right. Who else? Svensson. Svensson was kind shot of? by Sheriff Keller, so okay. I'm taking it off. So that's three. Did he kill anyone one. else? I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Doctor Masters. Doctor Masters <laughs> doesn't count. Doctor Masters is fine, right? No, he's dead. He's dead. <laughs> okay, cool. They found him dead on a, on a hospital bed. What an unfortunate ending for that actor. You know, he got like three episodes. Yeah, and season premiere, one in the middle. No, I guess yeah. Him and his high collars. You'd think they would have protected him. <laughs> he thought he wore it like armor. Exactly, but did it do enough? So, Jughead isn't even surprised Tallboy was the guy. He's like, yeah, he worked for Hiram before. This is definitely him. Oh, okay. Uh, what about the Cla- and they killed him, so there's no loose ends. Well, that ends that storyline, so... What about Claudius? It makes more sense for it to be him. So much more sense. This episode is the first time we've even seen him and Hiram in a room together. Exactly, that's why it would have made sense. 
John, it's just, this is... Only your sense. My sense. It makes sense. Oh, why wasn't there a twin? There should have been another twin. It's just so disappointing. Honestly, why? Why is Claudius... Why did we do this? <laughs> so, <clears throat> whether we announce that Archie is one student council president vote... Everyone's very him. happy, especially when he's also like, oh, also, I guess the serpents can stay. So, literally last episode, which was days ago, weeks ago, days. Days ago. Days ago. Everybody, Reggie tried to murder a serpent. Yeah. Then, I don't get it so much. Well, he, he dropped out of the race. Okay. That's in my other also, stuff section. Everybody just forgave <laughs> Reggie for that whole thing. Well, he was bought off by Hiram. I guess, but... Just seems like we're really playing fast and loose with Reggie. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yes, we are. Cool. He'll be a regular next season. And as we all know, when you become a series regular on this show, you get a lot of plot points directed, especially towards you. Just ask Kevin Keller and Josie McCoy. Ooh. They're really regulars. <laughs> they are regulars on this show. Why did they just want to pay them more money for no reason? They didn't want to let them leave the show. <laughs> they didn't want a Val situation. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know who I feel really bad for? Not Val. The third girl from the Pussycats. Oh, she's great. But Astro since Val Ronald. left, they're just like, I guess this, the Pussycats yeah. are done, so uh-huh. goodbye to you, too. So Josie <laughs> needs new Pussycats. I don't know if that's the solution. I think it is. I, I think she needs a storyline. Maybe she needs a spinoff show. We'll, we'll get to her. She, might she definitely doesn't need a spinoff show. Of her making it in, like, a fame-like no, high school. No, 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 because she first needs a character plot here. I don't, I think that. We need a reason for having her in this show before okay. giving her a spinoff. I miss the singing. Do you want the music back? I want the music back. There hasn't been music since the musical episode. Not really, no. I mean, that was also just so Wait, no, they the sang at that funeral. They did, that was cool. In their black... What funeral song was that? Trillion uniforms. I don't know. I don't that think was, it was like a famous. That song. was episodes ago. I can't remember that. Right. Poor Midge. Didn't know she was a river vixen, but, but here we are. Hiram comes home, and he finds nobody home except he, Archie, <laughs> who will always in his be office there <laughs> with a blood packed knife. He's like Archie. How'd you get in here? It's like, oh, I use the um, the secret sex store that Veronica keeps open for me all the time. Yeah, I didn't love that sentence. That was weird. <laughs> like he called this a servant door, but like we all know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and then Hiram's like, well, I'm gonna change those locks. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna change those locks up. <laughs> it's like, by the way, congratulations. Uh, you won. You you did it. Uh, you had. Oh, yeah. All these people do all your work for you. Hermione won the mayor of like, the race. Like, hey, uh, Hiram, remember that time I chased down that guy at Shadow Lake? His name was Cassidy. Uh, <laughs> and I was like, Andre, here. And then Andre was like, cool, I'm going to kill him. Remember that? Good times. Uh, Everybody else remember that. Audience, do you guys, <laughs> do you remember Cassidy? Cassidy. <laughs> okay. Uh, Wait, you guys, what was his name? Cassidy. <laughs> Cassidy. Cass. Did, did I get it right? Uh, like, uh, Archie, I didn't do these things. You're delusional. What if he didn't do these Archie's things? like, I'm going to prove it. You did all these things. And then I'm going to make my bones <laughs> once and for all, Hiram. Does he know what that means? 
<laughs> Make my bones is when you uh, send someone to prison, right? What does it mean? <laughs> no, Archie, it means it means killing people. I'm going to kill your desk with this blood pack knife, stabs it in the desk. It, what? Make my bones. Gonna, we're making some bones tonight. <laughs> Archie has a cooking show called Make Your Bones. <laughs> He just uses it for everything until someone finally tells him what it means. Like, hey guys, you want to hit up the town and uh, make some bones? Oh, I hate that sentence. Oh my god. Oh, it's so bad. So bad. Like, it's funny because uh, Nick St. Clair may have said that to him twice. I know. And then Archie was like, that's a good term. I shouldn't use that for everything. Oh, God. <laughs> Heard oh. you made your bones by... Oh. <laughs> Y'all gonna make some bones later? <laughs> We're gonna go see a movie and make some bones. <laughs> oh, God. Around Halloween, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make cookies. That look like a skeleton. Oh. i like, guys, I just made my bones. <laughs> oh, I hate it, but I love it, but I hate it. Uh, and then at his inauguration ceremony, uh, as Josie's singing the national anthem... Uh, Archie spies Hiram just kind of standing there sinisterly yeah and it's just kind of like it's about to happen Whatever and then Sheriff Menno walks in it's like Archie you're under arrest for the murder of Cassidy and, and the entire one's like who's Cassidy <laughs> like the guy from Shadow no, it, it doesn't matter he killed a guy several episodes ago Archie actually almost says like I didn't kill him that wasn't me it was, I it was Andre I, I did see who it was you guys was. seen Andre I haven't said Does anyone know Andre? Oh, no. He died because he was in the riots. <laughs> That's what happened. Definitely wasn't killed by Small Fry. Small Fry. Tater that. Let's get into the, uh, the mayoral race and some other stuff. Oh, hey. A lot That's of characters get check-ins in this episode. Yeah, that was a, that so, was a thing. So, uh, Veronica is kind of running Friends' campaign at the end. Uh, and everybody in the town thinks that Mineta, hired by the Lodges, Calm down the riots, even though he definitely didn't do that. No. And people straight up saw Fred with the, sh- the ex-sheriff uh, saving people in Pops, and then that same sheriff arrested the Black Hood. And all of this should be pointing really favorably towards Fred, but it's not because of off-screen things. Fake news. I guess that counts, but like <laughs> Alice works for that newspaper again, yeah, fake so... Fake news. This is dumb and makes me angry. Uh, also, Veronica has stopped running for student council president because we all remembered that that happened. Uh, so is Archie, does he have a vice president? I don't think so. Okay. Uh, at Andrew Construction, uh, Attorney McCoy suggests Fred appeal to the Southside vote because they don't usually vote because they feel very marginalized. This is a weird <laughs> scene. I don't like it because it implies that he's feeding them all breakfast later <laughs> because he knows it will get him more votes. It does kind of imply that, huh? Like, it does not make him seem nearly as altruistic in that scene. Although FP That's... is like, hey, you're losing your north side votes because of this. Right. So why have this scene? It doesn't make Why sense. do this scene? It, it does make me happy because I was wondering earlier, does he have a campaign office and a crew? And then they show everyone at Andrew's Construction. I'm like, oh. There we go. There they are. Aw. Uh, and then uh, they get the call. He lost. And then season one, Hermione comes to visit them. She's like, I'm so sorry. You know I'm a good person. Uh, you ran a great race. You lost by like 200 votes. Handshake. How many people are in Riverdale? Is that a lot? It seems like a lot. Um, 
200 the, the amount that we know of the people in Riverdale? More. Okay. <laughs> There's more than that. Um, <laughs> but there aren't too many. <laughs> okay. A manageable amount that is sizable. I love how you explain things. <laughs> just vaguely enough. But I'm like, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah you're right. That checks out. Uh, oh. And then the other things are... Uh, <clears throat> Kevin finds Moose in the math bathroom crying yes. because Midge's locker was raided okay, this, during the riots. This scene made me so sad. Because he talks and about the stuffed like, animals. I love stuffed yeah. animals. And uh, Kevin hugs him. And then Moose is like, this is the right moment. And kisses Kevin. And, and Kevin's like, this is the right moment. And kisses him <laughs> back. And I'm like, this wasn't the right moment, guys. No, it was kind of weird. This is really bad. This was... is a rebound. Uh, um, yeah, I hated all of this. This is the closest Kevin. Let's, let's think about... Actually, I want to do this. Never mind. I'm not going to do this now. What were you going to do? I was going to say, like, what was Kevin's arc this season? Gay Woods <laughs> constantly uses an information source for everybody. He's on Kisses Instagram. moose at the end. Yeah. He uses Instagram a lot. He uses Instagram. Kevin is just, like, living his best life. He's just, like, not getting involved in the drama. He's just going to school. He's just going He's to school. doing the same stuff we all made fun of Archie for last season. When they're, like, we're investing in murder. And Archie's like, I'm do- I'm, do- I'm doing not well in chemistry. And school is also important. <laughs> Aw. Poor Archie. Um, oh, also Reggie and Josie dropped out of the student council race. Did you remember they were running? No. Ethel's still running. And yeah. her campaign posters are adorable in the background. She's just, she, like, smiling. Hey! I think I hate Ethel. Oh, no. Okay, so I just think she's, like, a creepy person. Yeah? I love Shannon Purser, but I think that, that Ethel's creepy. Is it possible that Chuck Clayton was right and she was terrible? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I mean, now that we know that we're all on Team Chuck Clayton. Who, well, where Veronica, are you, um, Chuck Clayton? Freeland? Okay. What's the name of the city in Black Lightning? Cool. Okay. I don't know. I need to finish Black Lightning. I hope, I'm sure he's doing good. Um, also, it looks like Reggie and Josie are dating now. Yeah, for which, sure. Which, like, ooh, that would have been great to see play out on screen. Are they dating? I don't know. They were sitting very close. He has his arm around her, and yeah, they're like, they sitting very close all the time. But, like, again, he, like, flirted with her earlier in the season, but... Then Chuck Layden happened. Yeah. And then, and then Cheryl kind of happened. If there was an entire storyline off screen where Josie had to choose between Chuck Clayton and Reggie, and I didn't get to see that. I know. I know. I am mad. Ooh, who would you pick? They're both so attractive. They're very pretty men. Uh, I know. But I wish we could get like a combo. Chuck Clayton um, was horrible to women. Right. But like his new personality. But Reggie sold drugs. Uh, I don't know. And sometimes shapeshifts into a different Reggie. Right. Uh, it's confusing. <laughs> between seasons. So, Chuck never tried to kill a person. I, I picked Chuck Clayton. I think we're going with Chuck. I yeah. think we're going with Chuck Clayton. He seems like a less loose also, cannon. Also, that actor is definitely one of the nicest people on the planet if everyone wants to keep him on their shows. That's true. I hope this is real. Uh, also, Josie's like, I need to focus on my music. And I'm like, you never... Did you stop? Yeah. She was busy. What the hell was her storyline? Again, that's stuff I want to discuss there are too over many our summer episode. But that is the end of my other things. That is the end of the episode. 
And how do you feel, John? Do you feel happy? I feel exhausted. Can you I feel f- like it was not as solid of a finale as last year's. Yeah, I, I agree. But I think the penultimate episode was really good. I'm just really frustrated about the Black Hood stuff. Yeah. Because I thought that they were really going somewhere interesting when Hal was revealed and the whole Conway murders. And I was like, okay, cool. And now we're going to get the final piece. And the final piece of the puzzle was like, blah. It was convenient. Yeah, exactly. She's like, we got you a square piece. Just fits right in there. Yeah. It's like, it. cool. Right. Because um, it's like, why not then reveal in the penultimate episode that Tallboy was the second Black Hood? And then, the, like, why not do the reverse? You know what I mean? Why not learn that Tallboy was the person that Hiram hired? And then in the last episode, finally reveal that it was Hal. Because that's just more confusing. No, I disagree. I disagree. I think it'd be more interesting if Jughead, like, comes into Tallboy's house or trailer and is like, Tallboy, it was you. I saw you fleeing the scene with the black hood in hand. I'm sorry, what's not narratively satisfying about Minetta walking through and be like, I found him. <laughs> He's dead. It was Tallboy. And everyone going, yeah, that checks out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, all right. I love that so much. But you know what? I don't write the show. I just watch it, and I talk about it a lot. So <laughs> you, you are, I guess, are we authorities on this show? I mean, we watch it a lot, and we talk about it a lot. Uh, I don't know what authority means. We are people who others in need come to on Twitter to discuss the show. That's true. Sometimes immediately after it airs on the East Coast, often before we've seen it. I mean, honestly, <laughs> that's our fault. Superlatives? Wow, okay, so prom king, Archie? Yeah, no, I want to give it to Archie. Just seems like he did a decent job. He made his bones. He made, He's, he's going to make his bones. And he's in the process of making them bones. Yeah, he, uh, he, uh, he got all those kids to safety. Um, he wore a jacket really well. Yeah. I think everyone should keep the leather jackets. Honestly, yeah. Maybe bedazzle them. It'd be fun. Uh, prom queen? Um, Betty? I guess. Yeah. She did good. Or Veronica did good, too. Veronica made a dumb play. I'm sorry. I didn't really understand it. I think the better move is keep the worm. Right. And interfere with his plans instead of just giving him what he wants because you want to eat a burger in peace. Yeah. You can make a burger at home, Jughead. It's fine. I didn't totally get that because I thought the point was to block Hiram, but it wasn't really to block Hiram. No, it was to make sure that Pops was still a safe place. Yeah, but that was... It was confusing. Yeah. It was confusing. Yeah. Uh, who are you throwing under the bus? Oh, no, Chaperone. Uh, Fred Andrews. Fred Andrews. Oh, All right, cool. Like, who are you throwing under the bus? Um, Hiram? Well, yeah, that seems kind of obvious. Yeah. We're, yeah. <laughs> it's not... This was more fun when it was like, uh, who's just a bad person? But now it's like... Oh, he's, like, evil. Right, exactly. <laughs> like, the entire Legion of Ah, uh, the supervillain, yes. They could all be under the bus. Yes. I'm really confused why Penelope Blossom was like, No, my sweet baby, don't go to the White Worm tonight. <laughs> She's not British, but... I like it was like, I'm sorry, your grandmother can't take care of you. It's like, you can't take care you of her. You literally were trying to murder her. Yeah, what are Send you... her to the White Worm. Make <sighs> this go away, then. It's very idiotic. The show's uh, biggest fan, who, of course, is... Roberto. Yes. Uh, he was sending out tweets to be like, 
one of my favorite scenes that like really gets into the depth of this character is in this episode. And it's like, was that it? When she's Wait, like, don't go to the white worm. Penelope Blossom. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I didn't get that. No. Sorry. Uh, comics connections really quick. Uh, in the world of DC Comics, there's the Justice League and the bad guys team up sometimes. Mm-hmm. There have been multiple names for this organization. There's the Injustice League. Really good. Okay. There's the uh, Injustice Gang. Okay. And the Legion of Doom. Legion of Doom is the best one. They're all basically the same. Yes, Legion of Doom has like a, has like a weird um, base in the swamps that rises yeah. out of the ground. That's cool. Uh, yeah, but I feel like Injustice Gang is the best term for what we're dealing with here. Right. Yeah, that's accurate. So that's, that's what I'm going to be calling them. Okay. Injustice Gang. Uh, okay, Rumor Mill, do you have any theories? Um... Archie's not going to be in prison very long. That's my theory. He's a minor. He can't, right? Yeah, he'll be fine. Mine is um, Hal gets out of prison, and uh, he and Penelope get together for real. Oh, I hate that. I don't think he's going to get out of prison. I think he's moving on. I disagree. Yeah, it's hard to have a rumor mill because everything ended so cleanly in some ways there's no big mystery no like oh who hung uh right clifford blossom who shot fred is fred going to live kind of stuff we still don't know it's just what does hiram want who hung clifford blossom i think he did it himself huh it's way too far now for them to be like and by the way it was claudius all along what no you know what i have my theory it was tall boy it he's was Tallboy. Tallboy did it, uh, and he's dead now. So, so that's fine. Solved. We really don't know who did that, huh? We don't Come know. Come on. We, who's tall enough to, to do it, do it Caitlin? Tallboy. It's Tallboy. Okay. Obviously. You're right. You're right. It's canon. We'll just keep that. That's Every fine. unsolved mystery from now on, it's, it's Tallboy. Tall and he's dead. We should meme that. <laughs> we should definitely make that a meme. Go, listeners. Meme it. Meme it for us. Meme like the wind. Remember when we said that um, Camilla had chemistry with an avocado and we got like a like a few amazing avocado yeah, people actually, shops? I haven't forgotten. Even later, months later, some people <laughs> just listened to that episode did it. I love it so much. Thank you guys for all of that. You guys are very kind. Thank you. Um, thank you guys for, I think we need to thank the fans. Absolutely. Uh, you have all been lovely. We love you guys. Very supportive of us. Uh, thank you for tweeting at us, for uh, get leaving us the reviews, for challenging us and, and correcting us when we're wrong. We love so that we can be the best show we can be. Uh, we appreciate each and every one of you. We really do. I mean, I, I already tell you guys a lot, but thank you. I really hope there's more than two people listening to this. There's probably a lot, right? I mean, it's you, an okay. Two one. people have to keep making those iTunes accounts. And <laughs> Thank you, guys. Giving us reviews. It must Sometimes so they're long. a little mad at us, and they do the negative <laughs> ones, and they come back around. We really appreciate it. Thank you. Oh, God, two seasons. Man, John. Whew. Where did the time go? Uh, into about 35 hours of us podcasting. More than 35 hours. Yeah, these have been going longer. I say it's been like two full days of our life. For you. For the fans. For you guys. Yeah, for the fans. We we love you. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, now for me to leave the country. Yeah, John, uh, stop saying things like this. It's to never upsetting. return. 
John literally rumor told- mill. I don't survive until next season. So new host. <laughs> John told me like multiple times, like as a joke, like, "Oh yeah, we're not gonna see you for the whole summer." And I'm like, "Where are you going?" <laughs> and he's like, "No, it's like Riverdale." And I'm like, "Oh, yeah, because it's a joke." We're gonna do at least one summer episode. That would be very fun. Yes. Uh, and then regular coverage returns again in October. And also, um, I don't know if when this is actually happening, but Scream, the MTV series, I think we're going to yeah, cover that. Even when that returns. Yeah, um, that's supposed to return this summer. We'll do some kind of great, amazing return to, to do like scary podcasts. podcasts. Yeah, maybe we'll throw a bonus episode on a, on the Riverdale Register page and we'll link back to it. You know what I mean? Like we should, we'll tease, for like, that, we should for sure, well, no, because we don't need to do a recap for anything. Yeah. Because it's true. all new. That's true. We could do something, like a 30-minute preview episode. <laughs> to really get back in the habit of world war, we should go back to your old apartment. Oh, yeah. Record in the kitchen. That apartment's on the, on the, on crowded like the now. worst microphone we can possibly get. Aww. Get back to basics. So, guys, while we have you here, we'd like to plug some stuff. Um, so, during our Scream podcast, um, Aaron McLean, who is the VX <laughs> supervisor on MTV Scream was so kind he came on to do like a bonus episode with us um and now he has a podcast of his own that they have a bunch of episodes it is called The Launchpad and it's on iTunes and um what they're doing right now is I think reviewing like all the Godzilla movies um and so I I thought that uh I would plug that it's fun and he's great he's working on The Walking Dead now so oh good for him yeah Cool. Um, so that's what I'm going to plug. I'm also going to plug the new season of 13 Reasons Why because I had to write a 26-page recap of it. And if you guys don't read it, that's fine. But but you should. So I'm feeling pressured. Yeah, I feel pressured. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. And so is that you're looking forward to? Your, your thing is uh, 13 Reasons Why? 13 Reasons Why. Yeah. And then also, guys, go check out Aaron's uh, podcast. Mm-hmm. I don't have a podcast to promote. That's okay. Um, oh, Fangirl Fridays is amazing, by the way. That's a TV oh, time podcast. Oh, you know what? I do have one. I started. I found, uh, my friend recommend, recommended this to me. It's called Chilluminati. Okay. Like, it's the Illuminati, but chill. Uh, and it's like two, three guys. Two of them are very open-minded. One of them is very close-minded. Huh. So they come. They read conspiracy theories. That's amazing. And discuss it, and the really close-minded guy usually freaks out. And be like, people believe this stuff. So it's very much like like a me in that situation, and I would love to be on that show sometime because it's it's a lot of fun, and I recommend it. Uh, show wise, the Agents of Shield finale was so good, it blew my mind. Cool. Um. So yeah, Kaylin, where can they find you? You can find me on Twitter at Riley Tweets. That's R-E-I-L-L-Y Tweets. And you can find my dog Stella at Stella the Mystery Pup on Instagram. What about you, John? You can find me on Twitter at John Padden. And you can find me on my blog, Catching the Rye, where Rye is spelled W-R-Y. What a really nice pun. I'll probably be posting a lot more to that since I'll have more free time during the summer. Awesome. And uh, have fun in Cambodia, John. <laughs> oh my God. Thank you. Have fun. What are you doing? I'm getting a massage later. <laughs> That's great. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Going to spin class too. Awesome. So I'm also having a time. Okay. Bye guys. Over and out, River Vixens. We love you. <laughs>